This is Big Dreams, Small Pockets, a business and lifestyle podcast where we take you on our journey of making our dreams a reality. Ashel is a full-time entrepreneur with a specialization in digital marketing, and Veli works a nine-to-five job while managing her businesses on the side. If you want tips, tricks, and a good laugh, keep listening. Whether you're new or you've been listening from day one, we thank you for tuning in and ask you to share our podcast with your friends and business partners. Without further ado, let's get right to it. Hey guys, it's Belly and it's Ash Hole here, and welcome back to another episode of Big, Big Dreams, Dreams Small Pockets. Pockets. Yeah, we know we wear the same shirts. <laughs> I get it. I tried double to recording, it sweetie. Double recording. Get yeah, it all you know, out. We only had the studio for a couple of couple of hours, guys. This is still free. Anyway. <laughs> Today, we got a lot in store for you. We are talking about marketing tips and tricks. Yes, I know. If you came here for some hot tea on how to market your business, this is it. This is the episode for you. Right. Um, you just gonna say right? You're not gonna say that. <laughs> Bitch. You gonna look at me? Yeah. <laughs> Belly doesn't feel like she has anything to input here. Yeah, you know what? You know it's your episode. This isn't it. Yeah. I'm here to support, you know? Sometimes you just need someone to really just add the engaging, mm, I feel you. <laughs> That's me today. Go ahead, Ash. No, no, no. <laughs> trust me, trust me, guys. Like, I, I feel like there's a lot of stuff I want to give you. I've been wanting to start, like, a Marketing Monday type shit for y'all. But well, I've it never... is Monday. Yeah, it is, right? I've been wanting to do that shit, but it's been, like, so much time taking, and I'm not the way I want to do it. So now I'm trying to give you guys all the tips at once. So we got a little list. Oh, y'all. Oh, before Unlock this, let me give let me give y'all a little um a little update. Y'all know shift how I be doing all my apps and stuff like that. Why ship fired me, guys? <laughs> I do a little it's um not funny stuff laughing. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who don't know, I do a lot of odd jobs. I run a lot of errands for people to get extra cash. I do shit like task rabbit, um, grocery delivery, like shift and like the Instacart and all those other things. Those apps are very cool. But if you are not diligent with them, they will fire your ass. <laughs> and it's, it's bad crazy. funny because it's the first job I ever got fired from. Like, I don't really work for people. So that's, I've literally never experienced this before. So I've been joking about it for months. Like, yeah, they gonna fire me. Yo. Oh, well. <laughs> Plot twist, these niggas fired me. <laughs> so make sure you guys are mad diligent with your apps. Like, that's your extra stream of income. Don't lose that shit. Don't be like me. Right. I couldn't believe it. And my, my whole brother basically on the app. Like, this man works for them and they're, they're giving him gifts out the ass. Like, I think he just hit, like, um 5K. Mm. He just hit 5K orders. So they send him free shit, free gift cards. Yeah. Like, new, new clothes, everything. Like, this nigga is, is fire. He soon get the free trip. He soon get the free trip. But, like, he, all the advice that he's giving me, all the advice that he put <laughs> on this show, I ain't following not like, Not a lick. So, but that's the thing. Ash knows where she went wrong. It, it, like, it came as a shock. Like, oh, they really did it. But she, but she know she know what happened. I know. That's why I'm not mad at them. I'm a little pissy, but I'm not like, oh, fuck shit. Like, How I know it was this me. this happen? It was me. <laughs> I was taking too much orders in one window. I was late. I wasn't really giving a fuck. Customer asked me for something. I'm like, nah, fuck you. You know? <laughs> so it's my fault. So these are all the things not to do. This is what not to do. And not <laughs> to lose your extra stream of income. Nah, because the app really does help. You can get a bag on ship. Like, I, like, easily can make $1,000 a week on ship. Yeah. Doing, like, little four-hour runs and shit like that. So it does hurt a little bit that I, I don't have that stream of income. But there's always other apps. 
Get right. yourself on one of these apps if you want a little extra income. Um, yeah, so that was my update. Do you have a little little something, little update? Oh. No? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she said no. <laughs> Um, okay, update on what's going on with me. Yeah, I am struggling. I need to go apply for my programs tonight. I have been doing a little self-sabotaging fun. Um, and now the deadline for about four PhD programs are next week. And I have a lot to do. Lord, my fault, guys. Yeah, just, you know, this is why I didn't go and give no updates. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's that's all I honestly to be honest, that's really what's on my mind right now. My mind is a little preoccupied with trying to make sure I get these things done because I'll be very upset at myself if I do not do not complete these applications. And okay. I don't want to be that person, as y'all heard from the last episode. So <laughs> And I also had a question for the update. Would what's you up? like to explain the application process a little bit? Like I know some schools require uh, GRE, some schools don't, some schools Yeah. Is... So I had to take my GREs. Um, that was horrible. Uh I also have to do three to four letters of recommendations. I also have to do a personal statement. This one school wants an another diversity essay about how I would be a great target. Um, a great person for them yeah like the niggers yeah okay um and then what else i have to do i feel like i have to do something else i have to send in my resume i have to send in a cv which is slightly different than a resume according to them what the hell is that um it's just a little more personalized tailored uh i could add more of my volunteer work and all that extra stuff the resume is a little bit more like okay well you know jobs and stuff i don't know i don't know according to them it's a difference i'm still trying to figure it out which is why i haven't applied yet um, and then okay. I have to do interviews if I get in. And then it's like a very pick, uh, selective thing. So like each year, most of those programs out of hundreds, maybe thousands of applicants only accept about four to eight people. Mm-hmm. So I am now fighting against hundreds of people to get a spot in one of these programs. So you guys can understand my stress, my anxiety, and just all of the feelings that's coming with it. So I don't want to talk about it no more because I'm going to start literally mentally like stressing nah, you out. Good. We say all that to say, what's for you is for you. You're going to get it. Nah, this got to be for me. Yeah. Elsie, <laughs> y'all ain't going to hear from me. Y'all going to hear. <laughs> hey guys, it's Ash Hole here. <laughs> that's it. Belly's on hiatus. <laughs> Belly ain't coming back. At all. She said, fuck y'all. <laughs> Oh my god, all right. Let me start it up with the clever marketing strategies. Go ahead. So many of you guys are struggling to find your target audience or spending too much money on like marketing ads, doing stuff for your business that you really don't need to be doing when you first start out. So when you first start out, I do not recommend ads. I've been telling people free ads since the first episode, I feel like. Like I am a free ad person. It don't take no money at all to, to share a video, to share a story. Social media is your friend. You know, you grow yourself very easily when you, well, it's not easy. It takes time, but you grow yourself for free. And then that's when you can start optimizing, monetizing, getting money off of the stuff that you post and stuff like that. You have to make sure you build your social media account up. This is something I feel like everybody knows now, whether you have a business or not, everybody knows this. Um, but, oh. Oh, see, I could jump in. Yeah. Um, I just want to uh, stress the importance of knowing your target audience because you could be putting ads anywhere. Like people be like, oh, post ads on Facebook, Instagram, blah, da, 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 day. But you're not reaching the right audience. So people are like, oh, this is cool. This is nice. And then they just kind of scroll past it. Mm-hmm. So That's you're really wasting. Yeah. You're really wasting your money and your time. Like 
if you know that this is for, so for example, with Chevy, it's, you know, not exclusively, but it's um, the target audience is natural hair. You know, people with a lot of hair, you know, just hair. So I only spend my money or like try to go to places or try to do things that will, I will find people with natural hair. I went to um, a business bazaar in Stony Brook uh, two weeks ago and it was really good, but it was really good because I was constantly drawing in the natural girls. I was like, hey girl, yo, I love your dreads. Come, come, let me talk to you real quick. I know you don't have a shower cap. Let me show you my shower cap. And like, that's how I started getting uh, more purchases that day. You know, you got to make sure you know who your target audience is, else you're really just selling to uh, nobody. Yeah, find your tribe. That's you finding your target audience. The things I recommend for that is like really look at what your product is or what your Mm -hmm. service is and see who needs that. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm a digital marketer, so I'm looking for businesses. I'm looking for people that want to promote themselves but don't know how. So what I would do is I would look at business pages because, you know, Instagram has little the little business thing in your bio now. You can put whether your page is a business or a personal page. So I would look for a business page that has a thousand followers or less. You are struggling right now. Not struggling, but you're just growing out and you're just starting. So you probably don't know that you can get my service. You probably don't know that you can grow your company by outsourcing to a digital marketing agency. So I'm looking for something like that. You could do something where it's like hair care. If you know your tribe is people of natural hair care, you can look at big companies, find and scroll through their pages, their posts, and their comments, and talk to those people. It's all in the comments. It's all in the little stuff you do. These are all free ways you can market yourself and talk to people organically without spending a dime. Um, let see. What's next on the, on the list? Videography hacks. So when I first started out, I I hired a videographer. I wanted people. I wanted to like have all these popping videos. Make sure everything was cool for marketing and advertising. It's a dub. It's a dub. <laughs> Spent a lot of money on shit that really didn't go well. Didn't optimize. Didn't get conversions. And do nothing for me. But one thing I did learn from it was that scripts are something that is super important. The copyright, like when you're actually listening to, like, let's say a a radio ad, a television ad, if you close your eyes and you can still know what um, commercial it is, that means that their script is really, really high quality. Like if you do the Salino and Barnes and Jerry Attorney, if you close your eyes and you realize that and you realize, you know, who the fuck that person is, is because their branding and their copywriting and their script is so valid that you understood it. And now it's in your memory bank. So you want to start focusing on your scripts for your videos. If you are doing videos where it's like you're trying to pull different people and there's positive and negative ways to do it. You can do the negative way, which is FOMO, which is like, damn, you still doing this? You still use the other hair brands? You should use Chevy Hair Care. There's mm. the negative way. You feel it make people feel like a sense of urgency, like they're about to miss out. Mm. Or the positive way. Like, this is what Chevy Hair Care can do for you and to benefit you. I'm just using you as an example. I can't That's think fine. of nobody. I like, it. I like it. I'm trying to figure out which one do I do. <laughs> I think I do the positive way. Mm-hmm. This is how we can benefit you. And both ways work. Yeah. There's no way that saying, like, because a bunch of do companies do Do a little bit of both. It. Yeah, a bunch of companies do it. Like, I always tell people, like, I love the way Apple markets their stuff. I love the way Nike does it. They make you feel like, okay, they are elite. They are the people you want to be with. And for some people, that's not always cool. That's why there's so many anti just do it people now. Like there's so many stuff like that. And I feel like that's a better way to market. Yeah. Because now you're, you're finding a niche where it's like, okay, these people don't fuck with Nike. 
let me get them. That's why when you're doing advertising and you and you do start making ads, there's a negative um, keywords and a positive keywords. Let's see here. Okay. Next, we have exaggerating and not lying. I am mm. the queen. The queen of exaggerating. <laughs> it's so fucking bad. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know how to stop at this point. <laughs> it's like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Ash, how much is that? I don't know, bro. I think it was like $60. The thing is $60. <laughs> It'd be little, like, it'd be exaggerations where it's like, little white lies like a bunch of marketing agencies do it and you don't even realize it and you stop caring at some point like they make you feel like oh okay it was a little exaggeration but you stop caring perfect example 99 cent store what 99 cent store you go into and you purchase something for 99 cents liars they're lying <laughs> but it's okay it's okay because it made you feel like all right let me go in there and get something cheap real cheap i know it's not about to be 99 cents it's a little exaggerated but that's a great way to market something Another, Another perfect. Oh, oh God! Oh, sorry. No, you <laughs> go. Another perfect example is when you watch all these commercials, these food commercials, these just different products. You know they be gluing the burgers and meat together. Like you know, it don't be that fluffy. Um, I realized they use soap to like put on the soda. Yeah. To make it look like oh, it's fizzy the and foam. stuff. Yeah, they do a lot of fake stuff for their ads. They are exaggerating the hell out of that food. You Yo. know damn well. That's that sandwich don't fall so perfectly like that. Y'all when you, know when you buy on. a Big Mac and you expect it to look like the, the you want to see all the ingredients. At this point, it start looking like a crusty crab it like is. burger. Like that's really how they be marketing their burgers. And then you you purchase the shit and the shit flat as hell. Like yo, where's Barely the rest the of the meat? meat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's the exaggeration. They want to do it well enough so you guys are drawn in. Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't care about the rest. You nah. gotta keep coming. It's good enough for y'all to buy again. Because it's supposed to be an acceptable lie. Now, you're not gonna drag it and be like, yeah, you know, this is chicken and it's really beef. You're not gonna OD like that. You just, that's a lie. That's yeah, a that's a bold lie. face. Like, come on now, bro. You, you come on. I heard that almond milk, don't. it's not really almonds in it. Girl, who told you that? Almond Breeze. They got a lawsuit out. Almond well, breeze. not all almond milk because you make the almond milk with the almond. Yo, but... That that's a bold face. Well, lie. I don't I don't drink almond breeze. Okay, thank I drink you. The silk. Okay, bougie bitch. <laughs> There's a reason for that because they have negative marketing out right now. <laughs> that's fine. That's as they should because you see almond breeze out here lying to people. <laughs> yeah, but that's one thing you don't want to do. You don't want to lose trust. That's fucked You don't want to make sure like make sure you don't lose trust in your um your customers don't lose trust in you. Wow, sorry. <laughs> make sure your customers know that you know. Okay, this is a little white lie, but they know what to expect when they get to you. So if you do want to make your your um brand or your company your services seem larger than life, you can do that. There's just different ways to go about it. Yeah. So if you're talking about like um. I'm just keep going. The shit be hair care. Go ahead. You making a picture of it and it's supposed to look like this grandiose jar. And it's really only a five ounce jar. You know, you can do that. Four ounces. <laughs> and it's really only a four ounce jar. You can do that because at the end of the day, it's a picture. Yeah. The person's not going to really know how that picture looks until they see it in actual form. You know, so that's an exaggeration. And put best in town because you know what? That's an opinion. That's not a fact. Exactly. So you can put your opinion on things. Just don't make it, don't shape it as it's a fact. Like, don't say, oh, two out of three people said this is the best in town. Well, actually, Niggas you can do that, that. Too. You can say Niggas that. do that Because too. now if I get my own three people, 
they yeah. all won't say it's the best in town. So you can really shape it how you want, honestly. And that's the good thing about marketing. We use it. We use psychology when we do marketing. We don't even realize that we're trying to man like manipulate people's mindsets. Like, yep. oh, didn't I hear that these niggas? They, they sell microphones? Yeah, I heard they got the best microphones. They better than Beats. How did they feel that way? Because you made them feel that way by putting it in your ad, you know? Higher quality than Beats. Higher quality than Raycon. Higher quality than whatever, whatever. Like, it just makes you feel a type of way. And that's what marketing is supposed to do. It's supposed to make you have a feeling and a memory, and a trigger a memory. Speaking of that, I recently did a... Um what do they call it when they, uh, I did like an online survey, not a survey. I was a part of a study group, a like a study. Group. There we go. It was a focus group for a famous soda company. I can't say their name since, you know, I signed, I'll shut my mouth. Okay. Um, and they showed me three different sections of three different ads, like three different types of ads, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and in each one after like, ugh, sorry guys, after each one, they asked me, how did this make you feel? Do you feel like you want to buy this drink? Mm-hmm. Um, do you remember this one the most? Like they exactly. literally went through each one and it's like they tried their hardest to elicit feelings. And one of the feelings that they did was funny because with funny, you remember it more like, oh, yo, that shit was mad funny. Uh, I'm going to get that. You know, I didn't get it. It was <laughs> dumb. I thought that how whoever did their marketing was trash, honestly. <laughs> However, I told them that I said, listen, it didn't elicit any feelings for me. I'm not I'm no more, you know, willing to buy your product before than I, you know, after watching the ad. Yeah. But it was helpful. And like what you're saying with the whole psychology, yeah. marketing is psychology. So for all the psychology majors out there, don't think you just got to stick in one field. Like, this, honestly, there's psychology in anything and everything. Yeah. Like, if, if you have a marketing team and you don't have a behavioral psychologist on your team, y'all, trash. y'all, doing, y'all doing the wrong things. That's why it's not working. Yeah, y'all doing the wrong things. Y'all need to understand people. That's the only way marketing is going to work is you understand how people think and mm-hmm. how you want them to feel and making them feel that way that's exactly it how do you want them to feel when you they see your video your product Mm -hmm. and that's that goes back to the negative the positive like what are you trying to show with your product so for example with natural hair care my product i want them to feel uh innovative so like with a lot of the accessories i sell it's you can't find it in much other places yeah so it feels like yo i finally got my hands on a diamond So with that, for example, back to the bazaar I went to, I marketed my stuff as, yo, you have this problem. I have this solution. Let me show you how I can solve your problem. Love that. So it's really, again, it goes back to the feelings because people don't remember what you say, but they'll remember how you made them feel. Yeah. And that comes down to anything you do in life. Yeah. And I I recommend if you guys are struggling with making ads, uh, model what works. Yeah, well, do some do some research on companies that are similar to your company or brands that are similar to your brand and see what they do and see what it's hitting for. Hop like, on those trends. Yeah. Go on TikTok, first Yo, of all. Make TikTok. Yeah. If your shit don't have a TikTok yet, you don't live in 2021. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Us, no TikTok. We don't live in 2021, but it's okay. We, y'all, y'all know Damn. we struggle. Y'all know we working hard. Come on. But, TikTok, I recommend that to every brand that comes to me because that is the easiest way to, like, grow. TikTok, I literally met an anesthesiologist that is ready to quit her job because she is making so much doing, um, what is it called? Content creation. Her content creation of letting people learn her process of how to become an anesthesiologist nurse. Like, literally, she's making so much bread just because of a hobby she started. 
so don't sleep on tiktok guys at all and you don't have to be like the face you don't have to be in the camera because that's what i'm struggling with right now that's why i don't have a tiktok because mm -hmm. i don't want to be in their person there's yep. pov tiktoks where you could do like all oh, day in the life a point of view where your phone and, and you are just showing people walking through your life like what you do every day yeah so those are popular so you know get on tiktok use the trend to push your product mm -hmm. So, you know, if you know that how this is, you know, them little dancey dance trends, do, do, man, do a dance with your product in your hand. Like, you know, I ain't doing get that. this, get this. First of all, you ain't doing nothing because you're not on TikTok. <laughs> this is not for you. This is for them who will make the TikTok, <laughs> you know, just literally whatever trend, whatever popping song, you can mute the sound, but post a video. So now your video pops up on the sound page. Okay. You know, Definitely use TikTok and its trends to get you in advance. I know there were like this article where one of these celebrities were like, I'm not going to jump on a TikTok trend. Why should my label tell me to be a viral thing? Bitch, because it's what's working. Stupid. You know, it's what's working. You can do it your original way and that's great. Yeah. But in this era, TikTok this is really bringing age, bread. And is that what you want? Generation Z is literally the generation that is giving out all of the money, shelling out all of the money. It's really the kids and the teenagers that bring a whole culture together that's what it does and if they're not into you then the adults aren't going to know about you and if the adults don't know about you you're really not about to make no money so so you just call me bro no 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 that's what you just did <laughs> nah, you, it's not you that's it's crazy us. we are bro wow. it's okay wow it's okay what's next um, let me see here proposal secrets okay uh, so a couple of years ago guys i took um online course it was one month and it was free it was from um the one funnel away program i'll put the link in the description for y'all but it was something called proposal secrets it had something where it showed you how to be a really good closer and how to negotiate with people how to take 15 minute consultations and shit like that i guess this is more for service businesses but maybe you could throw in something for customers too because i feel like you do need to negotiate when you talk to customers but for oh i just use uh humor Okay. And it's like, I, I have dry humor. Um, <laughs> like the off. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. Yeah, like I have dry humor and I guess it works, but I really use humor like an exaggeration, like you said. Mm. Um, I really like to get personal with people, you know, like, what is your problem? Let me help you solve your problem. Like, I know you're struggling because I was struggling kind yeah. of thing. Um, That's exactly what Proposal Secrets is, though. Like, it's the same exact thing. You're supposed to find out in the 15-minute call what areas people need help in. Yeah. So this could be for any service business you could think of. So I'm just using my shit again for digital marketing, for example. How is your business struggling and where do you feel like you need the most help? You start every conversation like that. You do not need to start with, oh, this is what I can do for you. This is what mm -hmm. I... No, I don't, I, wanna hear that. I don't care. If I'm business, I need to tell you what my personal problem is. And people like to talk about themselves before they listen to you. Exactly. You're supposed to be the person that they want to come to talk to. It's supposed to create a very friendly environment. Something that, that makes them feel like, oh, I'm important. Yeah. You know, this, this person care about me and my shit. So something that they teach in therapy um, is, you know, your first main focus is connecting with the client, right. um, building a therapeutic alliance, AKA just getting the person to trust you, getting, you know, that relationship going, um, so that when you guys are actually having that conversation and like sharing, you know, their secrets and stuff, mm -hmm. they trust you, you know, they feel like, okay, I can come and relate to you. Right. Sorry, y'all. I'm just like, yo. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, I can relate to you. Uh, and so that's the same thing with proposal and marketing your business. Mm-hmm. You want to build a connection with the person you're selling to. Because imagine when you get, pick up the phone and you get a call from a consumer. You're all, hey, do you have 10 minutes to talk about, you know, Apple tea? No, they're going to be like, don't. no. However, Who's you pick up number? the phone. Exactly. You pick up the phone and you start having a regular conversation with them. Girl, I'm so sorry to bother you. I just want to know what's going on. Like, you know, just more yeah. chill, more personable. Their people are more likely to, one, stay on the phone longer or mm-hmm. listen to you, give you their time longer. And then once you've gotten them to, you know, drop their walls and loosen up, that's when they're able to hear you out more. That's when they're able to, you know, actually take in what your service can do. Um, And I guarantee that's going to be something that's going to benefit you, not just in marketing and in business, but in your personal life. Yeah. Like, not be a schmoozer, but be somebody that somebody somebody wants to talk to and converse with. Exactly. Because that's where you'll get so much networking done. You'll get to learn more about somebody else. Maybe they can help you in the future. Maybe now that you know their problem, you can see a solution for them. Think right. of something or have them in the back of your mind first for another day, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, I wanted to kind of backtrack a little bit uh, when we were talking about uh you know knowing your target audience knowing your target audience doesn't mean limiting yourself so you got to be able to know how to market your product depending on who you're speaking to exactly so for example if i'm speaking to someone with natural hair i will push the product in a way you know for the natural community however i so i sell my products to people with bone straight hair too yeah and i use their problems so i know frizz is a problem that's just beyond beyond the natural hair community um i let them know hey this is our winter cap it really helps with this um the, the uh the frizziness of your hair you know when you pull out your hair and you get the static it removes that so you gotta satin know line, guys. yeah it's all Fucking satin line winter hat yeah Nah. And the pom-pom is detachable, so you could take it out and put it back So on. that means it's unisex. Uh-huh. Period. Different colors. But anyways, this is... <laughs> we're going in now. But... I'm going to put it on the side. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like I honestly try to make sure that I know what my product can do for whom I'm speaking to. Right. You know, so because I know my target audience doesn't mean my target audience can't shift depending on the room I'm in. Yeah. And so that's... You got to be able to know what you're selling. That's the biggest thing. What are you selling? If you don't know what you're selling... How are they supposed to buy it? You know? Right. So I think, I like, again, I wanted to backtrack. I think that was one of the first things I you should start with. Like, knowing your product and knowing how to make it um, adaptable to the environment you're in. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it won't be, but other times you are able to. It's really about the salesperson. Yeah. You know, that's really what it comes down to. Because one person can't sell you a pen, but somebody else will sell you ten. Yeah, exactly. So. It really does go off of you as a salesperson, a salesman or woman. But, um... I wholeheartedly agree. I had something I was going to say in the back of my mind, and I lost it. Mm. <laughs> I mean, maybe it'll come back. Because you said target audience. Yeah, your target audience doesn't have to stay the something. same every time. Oh, I got it back, guys. Yes, thank you, Lord. So, for when she was saying, like, the target audience, and it's you, it could be different people. It could shift. In marketing, that's why a lot of us do tester ads. So the tester ads can be multiple ads that are the same exact things, but slight differences depending on who you are talking to. So let's say you're changing the age range for the same ad. One is targeting 18-year-olds and another one is targeting 25-year-olds. You literally just do that slight change, but it's the same exact ad. We do that to see what's going to be work out better mm-hmm. and what's going to not work out. So the way she was saying natural hair and bone straight hair, you could still target to both people. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. You can do stuff like that. Just make sure you're doing your tester. Yeah. And if you're doing a tester, it's literally the same ad with minor differences and making sure that it's running the same time so you can get all that information. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I don't really have much else to say. You got something else on your list? I'm checking right now, girl. Oh, let me just finish off Proposal Secrets. I feel like we stopped a little bit. My bad. <laughs> no, you're good. So Proposal Secrets, it's kind of like a 15-minute consultation. And it's supposed to like pull people in for um, whatever they want to do. So it's whatever you're doing, as in, let's say you have a salon, a um, a crafting business, something where you're a fashion designer and you're trying to get custom clients and commissions and shit like that. The Proposal Secrets is supposed to help out OD with how you get the person and how you land them mm. so like we said before we start with what's your problem how and then then you hit them with the how can we solve your problem so you never want to give anybody a price right then and there Mm-mm. you do not want to give anyone a price because it's a little distrustful and distasteful I'm, i mean like so i've just told you what i need and now all of a sudden this is the cost i feel like you don't understand the gravity of my what i need that and sorry no, that and when you say what okay i told you what i need but you didn't sell the product yet yep so the price it could be ten dollars or it can be a hundred dollars it's already too much yep you have to sell them on how your their needs are going to be solved mm-hmm. it's really again back to the psychology of understanding the mind and how people work yeah. you know you don't need to have a degree for it but you really do need to take the time if you don't know how to do it find someone who will do it or knows how to do it mm-hmm. you know so if you're telling me what you need all right cool i figured out what you need now let me show you how i can help you and tailor it specifically to you exactly. you don't just sell the product as it's a general thing you sell the product as in this is what's for you and how this is going to to help you mm-hmm. you know are you gonna sell a pen oh hey here's a pen no here's this pen because i see that how you struggle with when it writes your hand hurts more this pen is more flexible in your hand more so it, it helps carpal tunnel exactly it saves your life see that exactly part. <laughs> versus <laughs> just selling a ballpoint point pen yeah you know? and i personally don't even recommend giving people a price right then and there on that 15 minute call that's me personally but some people may say differently I like to see what work I'm putting myself into before I give you a price. Because if I'm telling you, okay, this is $500 and I'm doing $6,000 worth of work and I already gave you that price, now it's, it's clipped for me. Now I yeah. have to stick with that price, which is not, that's not, that's never going to happen. I think but, it's based on your, your um who you're selling it to. Like, mm-hmm. If you know it's somebody who's willing to follow up with you. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, okay, good. We could we could put the price later. No, but that's what the proposal secrets is. So the the whole point of the 15-minute call is for you to follow up with the person. Mm. Everything is not supposed to be done, hitch, one one shot in this one 15 minutes. Because mm. somebody might not remember you. That one phone call might not be that's something. You. It's for you to schedule another call. So the how you end the call is, let me schedule another appointment with you after I do my research on your audience, on what you need, on all of the things that I can do to help you. So, yeah. so the reason that works for, for the most part is because it makes the person feel like, okay, this person is really going to get into all of this yeah. stuff and all of this is free. Before you even start any of the, the payments and stuff like that, you're just gonna tack on your time in the 15 minutes and every any time that you spent in research, you're gonna tack that onto the price that you give them after the fact. Right. So when you do that, it's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm get this person and now you've captured a lead. Yeah, let's schedule another call. Or some people might say, nah, F you, I don't wanna call, I don't wanna talk to you no more. That's the risk that you run when you do proposal secrets, but I think it's still Excellent. I think it's still a really good idea because it's worked for the most part for me. I want to say like 89% of the time it's worked for me where I can capture that lead. 
And also follow up within a reasonable time frame. Yeah. Don't give people time to either find someone else or to forget about you. Mm -hmm. What about you makes them want to come back is also timeliness. Yeah. If you, it's easier for you to lock in a um a deal within a shorter time frame than a longer time frame mm -hmm. because so much can happen in, during that time frame. They could already get their problems solved. Yeah. Within that time frame, so you want to make sure that you're following up with your clients, your customers, whomever within a reasonable time frame that it's like, oh, wow, they're prompt. Exactly. You know? And that's where shit like emails come in. This person's going to forget about you maybe in the next month or two, depending on when you guys spoke. So if you get their information, their email, their phone number and shit like that, you hit them back up. Hey, you remember that last time we spoke and we were talking about this and this? And make the email personalized. If you don't have a big list, which you probably don't, we got small pockets here with us. If you don't have a big list, then hit them up personally. Hey, I don't know, you know, if you remember, but I'm this person from this company and I wanted to make sure I wanted to see if you were still having that issue. Did that ever get fixed? How are you doing? How's the business doing? All of that shit. It makes people want to talk to you. It makes people want to come back to you. Yeah. You know, as a matter of fact, I'm still struggling like this. Let's rehash what we were talking about and let's talk yeah. about it again. And let me see what you could do for me because you keep telling me your services could help. Yeah. I'm really pointing at the camera. I'm really like, <laughs> what can I do for you? <laughs> Yo. Um, speaking of marketing, um, there's so much more that uh, Ashel has to share. However, um, she will be sharing it or we will be sharing it in the form of an ebook. So in terms of, I know how we mentioned in Pat previous episodes about a virtual assistant, mm -hmm. the whole process of that, um, Ashel is currently like, you know, putting it all down on the ebook for you, mm -hmm. you know, with links, where to go, uh, interview, uh, interview questions, all the ins and outs, the skeleton of how to get all of these things done. Yeah. Like how, how to actually source them, the places you can go to source help. Like you guys need help for your business because you are one person. You right. can't do it all. So that ebook is supposed to help you guys figure out how to do it, how long to vet them for check them out how to get the references if you need that like it's a real long process mm -hmm. but this process is so important because once you get that perfect person that helps you with your business it's going to run by itself and that's yep. what we all trying to do is get that that passive income something that runs on its own right because right now if you got to do work it's active i yeah. don't care what you got to say about it but yeah. it's nah. active you you did that work so yeah, we soon come out with that. I'm not going to give y'all a date because that would be a lie. I'll be sitting here lying to y'all <laughs> if I give y'all a date. But that soon come out, the ebook. So check out that on our website, bigdreamsmallpockets.com. Um, anything else? Any closing things? No, um, I don't. Again, I always say, if you guys have a question, please DM us. Yeah. DM us, DM us, DM us. To let our us know DMs what are dry. Are. Our DMs are dry. DM us, email us bdsmallpockets at gmail.com um hit us up leave comments on um what's it called spot shop spotify mm -hmm. yeah spotify has a q a section where we are taking questions answers comments things that y'all want to say there's polls up on there on our website we have surveys we have um the personality quizzes to see what kind of business person you are and then those things are really good and they're interactive it makes you see what you could do or mm -hmm. what you are doing right now yeah so yeah. please don't like, be shy comment, subscribe right follow, all that jazz do it all. On, don't people. listen to us and not follow us that's fake od that's fake don't do it right and i'm a fake person but not that fake <laughs> Me like, too, come on. Bro. <laughs> 
<laughs> me too alrighty guys thank you so much for listening to us for another episode um, I do not have any closing comments uh, other than look out for our ebook and we'll be giving you more information on what's included as we're closer to the release date yeah look out for our guests soon come yes we're almost finishing up season 3 with us the we have so honestly we're working we're really working on getting some yeah, great I don't even know yes. y'all gonna be hyped to hear these guests ha hype oh wow <laughs> Look at it was guy. it was a cute it was a secret word it was you know look at this um, <laughs> anyway thank you guys so much bye.